Welcome to the Healing Lifestyle Design Podcast, where we discuss self-healing practices, tools, and rituals that help you heal your chronic pelvic pain and symptoms for good. I'm Kelly Bradley, a women's pelvic health physical therapist practicing exclusively as a guide and mind-body healing coach. I had my own transformational healing journey with pelvic pain, and now I teach women to heal themselves. It is absolutely possible for you to heal. Everybody wants to heal. You just need to get out of your own way, give your body the ingredients it needs to thrive, and allow your body to work its magic. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome women. Today is a super juicy topic. It's all about the wild woman archetype. So the wild woman archetype is at its essence a woman's wild soul. And you'll see very soon why this is important on our healing journey. Our wild woman is our true self. And in the beginning of my healing journey, well, in the beginning of my healing journey, I didn't even know what true self was. I wasn't even connected to that. Now, or as my journey evolved, I uncovered what the true self was And then as I continue to evolve and pain symptoms fell away, I'm learning more and more about wild woman. And that is true self. So it's super, super important and curious to read about the wild woman because you can learn about you, your wild woman, your true self. Let go of more masks so that you can heal, okay? So before we dive into all of that, which again is just juicy to me, and I'm recording this just a few days. In 11 days, I am off to Mexico for a medicine woman retreat. And medicine woman is another archetype. And I wasn't even, I didn't grow up knowing what archetypes were. So let's, let's start there with what is an archetype. So an archetype is a predetermined energy pattern. Okay, and it exists in a, a very stable form that you can predict its pattern. So it's pre-existing, existing before time. And you can think of it as like goddesses and goddesses personifications. I think that's a good word to use for it. Personifications of ways of imagining archetypal patterns. Okay, they're invisible. We we see them as gods and goddesses so that we can understand them more. Okay, and personification, that's the attribution of a personal nature or human characteristics to something non-human, okay? Or the representation of an abstract quality in a human form. So goddesses are a really good way for us to understand parts of ourselves 
because we can have multiple archetypes within ourselves that we can call upon when we need more of that energy to come out. Like when we need more confidence, when we need more of our true self, we call upon the wild woman. When we need more healing, we call upon the medicine woman, which is what I'm going to be diving into more in Mexico. Um, so we use these symbols and images as a way to comprehend these parts of ourselves. You can also see it as a blueprint. And I like, I like this. I think this is very digestible. It is a blueprint. So it's like a grouping of characteristics so that you can understand better. We can understand better when we give these groups of characteristics faces as gods and goddesses. Okay. So it's a blueprint for certain behaviors and characteristics that we're born with. And my intention as I learn more about these archetypes and embody them and unleash them within myself and connect more with them, I'll keep sharing them with you. I just recently did a online course with my mentor who I'm going to Mexico with on Aphrodite. So that's another example. And I know I'm, I'm going to be diving back into that one over and over. The book, Women Who Run With Wolves, is filled with these stories, these goddesses, stories that we can uncover parts of ourselves in. Okay, so just start getting curious. And this is a good example, too. So the archetype of an oak tree exists within the seed of the acorn. So an acorn will always produce an oak tree. That's the archetypal pattern, patterning, right? And each acorn produces a different magical oak tree. So each wild woman within us is different, unique, authentic. The wild woman archetype will always produce a woman in her innate form. And like I said, we have multiple archetypes within ourselves, specifically at different parts of our lives. We can call upon the grandmother. Okay, we can call upon a mother, child archetype, God archetype, the warrior. And we can call upon these different archetypes when we need them to connect with us more. In the modern world, say we're going into a meeting and we need to increase our confidence, we can call upon that goddess, that archetypal pattern, okay? So who is our innate inner wild woman? She is our true self. And I want you to get to know your wild woman as radically as you can. I want you to become fascinated with the wild woman archetype. If you never dive into any other archetypes, 
maybe medicine woman, uh, connecting with your own innate inner healer, connect with your wild woman, read stories, uncover her. You must to heal. You will heal faster. So it is our innate instinctual self. It is who we were born to be, who we agreed to be when we agreed to come to this earth in this body. We can radically live into our truths more by connecting into our wild self. Truth is our medicine. Okay, so it's who we were prior to the conditioning, socialization, enculturation, before we were made. And I'm saying made in air quotes. Okay, so before we were domesticated, formed and informed by the patriarchal culture, okay, the influences of capitalism, consumerism. It's so opposite. The wild woman is so opposite to the made modern woman. The made modern woman or the domesticated hustle mode, go, 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 superwoman, doing it all, all the time, busy, 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 all in the head. The wild woman is totally opposite to that. And I'll describe her um, later on in this uh, conversation. Okay, so that's a big problem. A big problem is the fact that we are living in this modern, patriarchal, conditioned world. But the solution is, and I can see this, telling these stories. I wish I knew these stories, and maybe I wouldn't have paid attention because it's not until I believe you have an adversity, you have an illness, dis-ease, that takes away that conditioned core identity that forces you to become, to dive into that journey that only becoming your true self can help you heal, okay? So that's a problem, but the solution is learning these stories, these archetypes, learning who we were before the stories. And, and one specific example in regards to the conditioning. So this conditioning, especially with consumerism, capitalism, marketing in the modern world, it puts this feeling of scarcity and lack, not having enough, not being enough. Okay, everything is telling us you need more. Buy this, do this, keep up with the neighbors, keep up with the Joneses, that whole thing. Scarcity and lack. And you can't be curious about your, we can be curious about your wild woman, but it's challenging to fully unleash your wild woman with this feeling of lack and scarcity and not being safe. Okay, so also that root chakra or your root you know, that's about safety and survival. And if unleashing our wild woman in the past has gotten us killed, murdered, we had to hide that wild woman because she was imprisoned or again killed, shamed, 
for all of her magic, we're going to feel unsafe, not on a conscious level, but on a subconscious level, deep within our bones and our tissues, those ancestral wounds, right? So just remember that this isn't all a conscious thing. We can consciously begin to take off the layers and learn about conditioning and how consumerism and capitalism and our familial um, family conditioning has affected us. We can consciously learn that, but we also have to reprogram on the subconscious level. And that's where our uh, past generations or ancient healing traditions knew how to do this innately, instinctively, and in the modern world, we now value science and via science and neuroplasticity, epigenetics, we now have the tools to reprogram ourselves subconsciously. Okay, and this is what, this is part of the pelvic freedom method and the work that I do with people. You have to do the work daily to reprogram your subconscious. Getting into that alpha theta brainwave state, imaginings, future healed self, reprogramming past traumas. There's a lot of work, inner child work, shadow work. We need to reprogram on that subconscious level so that we feel safe unleashing our wild woman, okay? And that's part of what we do, unleash our true self, unleash our wild woman, become her in community because the more we are living aligned with our true self via our thoughts, our emotions, our soul, our heart and soul, the more our nervous system feels calm. And remember, a huge part of healing chronic pain and symptoms is retraining the brain, teaching the brain that it's safe. And not just, again, on that conscious level, like saying, brain, you're safe, you're safe, I'm safe. But you need to feel you're safe in your bones, in your body. And that's why it can be challenging. It can be challenging because we're conditioned to value knowledge. And we think, oh, well, if I just know I need to teach myself that I'm safe, I'll just tell myself I'm safe. But the body needs to feel that safety. And that's where going into that deep meditative state and visualizing or deep imaginings, you dive into it, you become it in that deep meditative state where you can reach the subconscious. You reprogram from there. That's how the body feels safety. So the more we become our true self, the more we rewild, untame ourselves, the faster we heal. And it's not a game to get to the end faster you will begin to become your true self, your wild woman. Pain symptoms will fall away and you'll continue your journey. My pain and symptoms fell away. I'm continuing to evolve and journey into 
all these different archetypes, all these different parts of me, just being curious. Okay. So what are some characteristics? I'm going to have a little sip of my coffee, my clean Keon coffee, which I love. So what are some characteristics of the wild woman? She is unique. Every wild woman is unique. Just like every seed of the acorn is unique, produces a unique oak tree. The inner wild woman is yearning to come out and play. So inquire about her. Ask questions. And you can just start there. Ask questions about your wild woman. Notice the answers you receive. Okay, we can also call her the feminine principle. I like this. She is in the soul of all women. She resides deep down in our soul, not, or or as opposed to, the spiritual heights of the divine. So she's deep in our soul, again, in our bones, in our tissues. She lives in our body and our instincts. Okay, she's deeply connected to the earth and she's grounded in reality. She's about embodiment of our truths. Again, not just in our mind. She's about the physical sensations in us, feeling. When you're practicing the somatic tracking, connect with that wild woman. Tracking our somatic sensations, which we must do for healing. Feeling into those gut reactions. And when she is masking herself, she is not expressing freely. And that causes contraction, constriction, and tension in the physical body. So she is instinctual. Excuse me, I'm going to take another sip of my coffee. I love, I record these. I know I've said this before. I record these in my car. I'm so cozy right now. It's a beautiful Westland, Oregon day. It's just a cozy spot for me, a cozy sacred space. Are you intrigued by what you're hearing? Dive deeper in my free holistic pelvic healing Facebook group filled with women just like you on a journey to heal themselves. Or download my free guided meditation I created just for women with pelvic pain and symptoms. If you are ready to heal faster and enjoy the process, check out the Pelvic Freedom Method Immersion Program and the Healing Lifestyle Design Membership. Lots of choices to meet you where you are at on your healing journey. If you are unsure where to start, schedule a call with me. All links are in the podcast notes. Okay, back to the episode. So the wild woman is instinctual, okay? And instincts are about our gut reactions. It's a knowing in the body. And instincts are different than intuition. Intuition is a knowing, but without really knowing how. It's irrational in a way. Irrational ways of knowing that can easily be dismissed. But I want you to start to value your intuition. Radically value it. Listen to it. You don't know how you know, but you know that you need to make a certain decision 
or go a certain way. You need to trust them and reclaim your intuition. And that's your wild woman saying, yes, 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 listen to me, play with me. So instincts are that gut reaction. You feel it in the body. Intuition is that irrational knowing, but love it up and respect it. A wild woman, your wild woman, does not want to be defined, and I so relate to this. She doesn't want to be put in a box, does not want to be described in a def- in definitive terms. She lives moment by moment. Okay, prior to my healing journey, this was foreign to me. And to most modern women, it's foreign because we are taught to control and plan and do our list. But instead, the wild woman lives moment to moment and chooses from that moment. And that's part of the healing journey too. We must be radically present, sense and feel and choose from there. Okay, she wants to be free, a sense of autonomy. So play with that. Instead of controlling, planning, we can have a guide, we can set intentions, but feel and sense the moment and choose from there. And you can change your mind. You can become somebody new any moment. You are free to do that. The wild woman celebrates joy and pleasure, creativity, play and laughter, song and dance. And her life is filled with that. That comes first, maybe not first, but that comes as one of the most important aspects of life. Because if she is living in joy, following her desires, other parts of life fall into place. She is radically nurturing, not only to herself, but family, kids, partners, community, authentic connection, radically attuned to anyone she's speaking with, connected with, in a room with. She's sensing feeling looking into their eyes. She has a connection to nature. And it doesn't have to be that she's living barefoot out in the woods. You can be your inner wild woman living an urban lifestyle, but curious about art and creativity, filling yourself with pleasures, house maybe filled with plants, okay? So it doesn't have to be that you're living literally out in the wild. Just radically authentic. Feeling into herself with a capital S. So start to hold space for expressions, for all of the expressions of your unique wild woman. Start to look out for ways you see other women express their wild woman. Notice how younger girls kids, children are just aspects of their wild woman and then how they're conditioned and it's conditioned out of them. 
okay? And what I see with a lot of the women I work with who have come to an awakening journey through pelvic pain, symptoms, gut issues, hip, back pain, it's usually an adversity, an illness, dis-ease, that leads them to start to question everything, that leads them to this wild woman. In the past, maybe 50s, 60s, it, it was more midlife. And again, this is just my, this is not backed by science, what I'm saying right now. This is just what I've seen and my sense is it used to be more of that midlife crisis for women. And early on in my career, I was drawn towards working with women in their 50s, 60s. And I sense now it was because they were in that midlife time where they had worked their butts off, did for everybody else, and finally just felt like, where am I? And they were finally coming to me for movement therapies. That was my primary focus early on in my career. I graduated from physical therapy school with my master's and then I became certified in Pilates, yoga, and gyrotonic exercise, body rolling, a variety of different, different breathwork methods. I was drawn towards these movement therapies and women would come to me, not necessarily to heal a specific injury like a shoulder pain or knee pain. They had overall body pain, tension, just felt off. And we would move and breathe. And again, looking back, their wild woman was not expressed. So again, at that time, I used movement and I wasn't awakened yet. This was pre my own healing journey. And then after using movement, I dove deep into food, nutrition, our relationship with food, went back to school for that and added that to my work. And now I see that the movement, the food, all is part of untaming ourselves, rewilding ourselves. So start to get curious about your wild woman. So how can we connect deeper with our wild woman? I want you to start to move closer to your joys. What lights you up? Uncover your true self, your wild woman desires and pleasures. This could come down to little things from what you eat, how you move, what you wear, um, your home, to super big things like where you're living your job. Start to fill your life with those pleasures. Respect those pleasures. You may know your desires and pleasures, but you may not be tending to yourself. And you may believe subconsciously or consciously that you don't deserve 
to fill your life with pleasure, but you do. We all do. When you fill your life with pleasure and your joys and your desires, the people around you just sense a better energy. You are a better person, better mother, better worker, employee, whatever you're doing in the world. How can you connect with your intuition more? How can you value it more? Notice that knowing that you have and follow it and cultivate an evidence notebook that when you follow that knowing, even though it seems irrational in your mind, what happens? When you don't follow it, what happens? Just the other day I was, I was driving and there was traffic and right away my intuition said, get off there. But I didn't. I was like, no, my mind went into the story and said, no, there's traffic here often. It'll easily let up. You'll still get there faster going this way. And there was an accident ahead and I sat in traffic for like 45 minutes. Um, and I was, I was laughing at myself because again, I didn't follow my intuition. I'm very good now with following it most of the time, but none of us are perfect. We are all on a journey, so just notice that. One of the most important and powerful things you can do, and this is one of the modules in the Pelvic Freedom Method, you need to question your beliefs and your thoughts. So what are your thoughts around your true self? Who do you believe your true self is? Do you believe in these archetypes, this wild woman? Do you believe that if you uncover your true self more and lean into that, that that will help you heal? Or do you think that that's just (laughs) fluff, fluff, woo-woo? So uncover your true self beliefs. Question them. Where did those beliefs come from? Did the belief that you can only believe in things that science says are right, did that come from your parents? Did it come from teachers? Did it come from the modern world? So question everything, uncover your beliefs, work on transforming them. And I'm saying a lot, these are big things. I'm not saying that you're gonna dive into all of these at once, but notice a, a ting, notice a hit. Notice that sensation of, yes, I'm going to work on that. I'm going to inquire about that. Not everything I'm talking about, but sense and feel one, two things maybe that spark you up. That's your wild woman speaking to you. Start to feel into your body more. And of course, there's the whole pelvic freedom method is about feeling, sensing more but specifically two modules on movement, breath work, first expanding, then building resilience. Tune into your body more. Your wild woman lives in your body. Dreams are a great thing to get curious about. When I was in undergrad, I did a, it was either a thesis research project. I'm thinking it was the end of my junior year that I did research and studies on dream analysis. And it was the psychology of dreams. Dreams, I believe, are guidance. 
So write down your dreams when you remember them. Speak them into your phone if you want to do it quickly. But just get curious about them. And a way that you can connect with you in a soft way about that, you can just say, I'm working on my dream recall. Not I'm trying really hard to uncover my dream and figure out what it is. You can sense the difference in that. That's the masculine way. The more feminine way is just to say I'm working on my dream recall and I'm curious. Set the intention and send the message to your wild woman that you want to hear her voice through dreams. Oh, I love that. This is something I'm, that's one of my deep intentions right now. And especially when I go off to Mexico, where we have no Wi-Fi, no connection to technology, I hope I'll be able to take pictures. It's going to be so much connection and deep work. And I have that intention to let my medicine woman, my wild woman, speak to me more, to come through in my body more, to free and expand me. Meditation, of course. And meditation, remember, it doesn't have to be sitting still. It can be walking in nature. It's finding space to get out of your head and more into your body. And remember, just always set the intention. If you decide to take a walk through the forest, set the intention to allow your wild woman to speak to you. What comes up? What are you drawn to? If you do, I personally do like to take a midday meditation where I lay down. And if you're in the Holistic Pelvic Healing Facebook group, I often post, it's usually with one of my dogs or both of my dogs, laying down on my sofa. My legs are on the back of the sofa up, hand on the heart, hand on the pelvis, headphones on. Headphones usually have, lately it's been chakra music tending to each of my chakras. Before that, it was alpha or theta brainwave music. Before that, it was Dr. Joe Dispenza guided meditations. I am so blessed and I have so much gratitude for his work, his retreats. I mean, transformational. And I pull his work and science and tools and techniques into my program, specifically around healing pelvic pain and symptoms. So much gratitude for us. You can connect with plants more. And I love this, and I thought of this this week too, and it may have been last week. Um, today is Monday when I'm recording this, so it was last week. But I was tending to my garden. I was weeding it, getting out all the gunk. I had all these tomatoes that were half eaten and yucky underneath. And I had been feeling days prior this contraction, this overwhelm, this heaviness. And as I weeded, I could just feel the expansion. So it's that connecting with nature it was weeding my garden that was part 
of helping me expand. We are directly connected to the health of our plants, our earth. And look at our earth right now. And we wonder why there's so much illness, chronic pain, chronic symptoms. The modern world, culture, consumerism, capitalism, uh, patriarchal ways, it's all about taking what we can from the earth, okay? Our body is overused just as the earth is overused. We need to return to the basics, and I say this all the time, nurturing, clean water with minerals, playing on the earth, joy, laughter, real healing food, authentic connection. Healing is getting back to the basics. It's honestly nothing complicated. It's so simple, but it's not easy in the modern world. And I get that. And that's why in a community, we can support each other in not feeling crazy with these different ways of living, these different intentions, different core values. So tend to your plants, tend to the earth, get out in nature, listen to nature, notice what you see, track your sensations and inquire about your feelings. Let your daydreams flow, your imagination, and that really expresses itself in nature. Ritual is a great way to connect with your wild woman. And if you're in the pelvic freedom method, even if you're in the free holistic pelvic healing group, you know I'm a big fan of ritual because, and all of my work, there's an art and science to healing. And the science of change and behavioral modification Um, kind of big words for how we need to retrain our neural pathways to cultivate lasting change. And the changes we make need to be aligned with our true self, who you can also call our wild woman. We need to find pleasure and joy in these changes. And you may think that what you're doing now, let's say, Sitting on the sofa, watching Netflix, eating a bowl of ice cream brings you joy, but does it really? Is it just safety? Is it just comfortable? Is it just what you normally do, therefore it's comfortable? Does your wild woman instead want to get out and play and dance around a fire? And I'm not saying don't watch Netflix. I love my, and I say this all the time, I love my little mystery murder shows. Uh, BBC, British Broadcasting Network, all the foreign ones. I love those. I chillax. That is joyful for me sometimes. Not all the time. I don't do it to tune out. It's entertainment. Okay, so that's another example of the wild woman. It's not one way all the time. You can choose differently. So start to sense and feel what rituals can you bring in. And in the pelvic freedom method, I bring in a variety of different rituals, but specific rituals that we tune in in the morning, tune in hourly with pause breaks, a midday reset, meditation, tuning in, 
cultivating sacred space in an evening wind down where we need to reflect. If you're not tuning in every day and doing that work, it's not going to work. It is work to do the inner work. It takes time. It takes space. It takes commitment, but it's so worth it. It's so juicy and powerful on the other side. Do you have a ritual around tending to your emotions? In the beginning, healing can be a full-time job. It absolutely was for me. I dove full force. I, I couldn't work. I couldn't do other stuff anyway. So why not dive deep into another way of being that transformed all of my beliefs? Okay? Most of my beliefs, if not all, were conditioned prior to my healing journey. I had to deconstruct myself, decondition myself, and I continue to choose to be on that journey. It's powerful. Okay, another ritual is loving up your cycle. I just started my bleed yesterday, and I have such respect and a joy with my bleed now compared to when I was a younger girl or prior to my healing journey. I was like, oh God, I got my period. That's what it was like before now. It's, I revel in that. I know there are stem cells that are nourishing in my blood. I know this is a time that I am connected radically to my feminine energy. You can have ritual around moon cycles. So many rituals. Spending time with other women. First, I believe it's just spending time with your true self, wild woman, and then reveling in spending time with other women, other women. Allow your creativity to be unleashed. That's another way to connect with your wild woman and just creativity in the daily things you do. It doesn't have to be creating formal art. It doesn't have to be be becoming a singer. It can be tuning into a desire to sing, but maybe just sounds of the chakras. I do the sounds of the chakras when I'm in my car often driving. When we playing with our voice box song is tending to our pelvic bowl directly. That is science. Okay, they are directly connected. So play with your creativity. Okay, so those are a few ideas about how you can begin to connect to your wild woman. I want to hear from you what you think about all this. If you're curious about your wild woman, if you are tending to your true self, if you believe that as you become more of your true self, Uncover your desires. Speak your truth. Say yes to your intuition. Fill your life with authentic connection. Choose to change your mind when your wild woman says so. If you believe this can help you heal, tell me. Share your questions and your thoughts, your sensations. I want to hear from you. And... I mentioned before the book, Women Who Run With Wolves, start there. 
It's a book you'll go back to over and over. Another beautiful one is Womb Awakening. Begin with those. They will blow your mind. Okay? Let me know your thoughts and feelings, and I super look forward to hearing your stories. Have a beautiful day. Let me know what you thought about this episode. What was your biggest aha moment? What are you going to embody and make your own today? What questions do you have? You can email me anytime at kelly, K-E-L-L-Y, at kellybradley.com. Okay, please share this episode and leave a review. That is how we get more women remembering the power we have within ourselves to heal ourselves and the world. Have a beautiful day.